welcome to episode 65 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 8th of April, 2018. I'm Darren, and joining me as always is Terry. Buongiorno, senor. Terry, good morning. Good morning to you, Darren. Good good Sunday morning. We're recording on a Sunday again. Yeah, you know what? It's it's cool. That's fine. It's cool. I don't, I don't mind a Sunday record. However, tell, tell us why you're going to be too tired to record tomorrow. Okay, so... We was going to record tomorrow, um, but I'm staying up to watch WrestleMania tonight. Yes, you I'm are. back on my wrestling shit. Um, yeah, I, I always get very excited around the season of wrestling, and tonight is kind of the... How can I... Very quickly, wrestling goes through ebbs and flows, Yeah, and for about 11, uh, maybe 10, 11 months of the year, it's just dross and shit. Yeah. But then it starts to get exciting again, and it starts to build up, and things start to build up, and then WrestleMania happens, and it's kind of the culmination of, of all the shit that you've been through, and it's kind of worth it because they give you the matches that you want, and surprises, and shit goes on, and all this, that, and the other, so um, it's going to be about a six, seven hour show. Oh, wow. What, what time does it start, UK time? 10 o'clock. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's one of those where they've got to have a two hour pre-show. Yeah. Uh, that has maybe a couple matches. All they do is like overview, kind of trying to sell you the the pay per view. Sure, of thing, okay. Even if though you've got the network, uh, and then yeah, WrestleMania goes on for about four or five hours. Wow. So I will be absolutely knackered, which is a good job that I have tomorrow off as well. So uh, fantastic. Uh, I was originally thinking we'll record today. I'll just chill out today, you know, kind of do my own thing, and then Monday I'll I'll edit the podcast, and I'm thinking. We'll record, I'll immediately edit, and then die Monday. So <laughs> I, that's probably going to be the best bet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be good. I'm, I'm, this will be the first time I've I've sat up and watched WrestleMania live. Oh, fantastic. Because um, usually I, I, I play catch-up, but it's very difficult to avoid spoilers. Um, yeah, yeah. Understand. So I don't think I could go a day without spoilers. So, uh, so yeah. So I assume at this point you're you're sat there with headphones on, or, or do, you, do you have subtitles on, or? So I'll be I'll be wearing headphones most likely. Um, in fact, Darren, mm. this ties into a very good thing. I bought some new gaming headphones. Did you now? I think you set me up for that. Did I? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I bought some. Uh, I bought some new headphones um, to up my game. Ooh, okay. And uh, I bought some Turtle Beaches. Okay. And they, I think they're about what forty quid or something like that. So they're not like the higher end or anything. Sure. Okay. Like uh, they're the Turtle Beach XO threes. Um, they are amazing. Uh, so the the XO. So do they have the um, DTSX? I don't think this has got DTS. Okay. It does have surround sound, okay, but sure. um, but that's kind of all I needed out of it. I didn't need anything overly fancy. I just wanted to make sure that I could get some kind of peripheral audio going on. Yeah. And so, how how did they compare to? Uh, so you've got the Sony um, uh, the the wireless two, whatever the proper name is, the the gold. Yeah, yeah. How did they compare to those? So I must admit they're not as comfy. Okay. I did kind of look into it to see if I could get the PlayStation ones to work with uh, the Xbox ones. They probably do, but the microphone is not fantastic Got you. in these okay. PlayStation yeah. ones. Whereas the uh, XO3s have a detachable 
Mike. Right, okay. Um, and that was kind of the main thing. So we'll, we'll get into it shortly, but I've been playing some Fortnite and Shocker. And the mate that I play with was complaining uh, because the the audio wasn't working correct. Like, he couldn't really hear me. It was coming through very quiet. Yeah, yeah. Now, I was using a very small pair of, like, one of the, like, single-ear headphone things right, with a okay. tiny little mic so i thought you know what i'm gonna step i'm gonna step my audio game up i'm, I'm gonna step this shit up i very rarely wear headphones yeah uh, okay. to play games um but the playstation ones like for now for example i'm using it to record uh, i'll use it infrequently um you know for gaming but this is the first time even when i'm not chatting to anyone yeah i have the headphones on the sound is turned off completely on like my soundbar mm. and I'm just like just wearing headphones it you know while playing games and it's weird but man does that help so much oh yeah yeah it's like it's like you can hear shots popping off in like the the back right hand side and it's like my mate's like I can hear shots going off where is it and I'm like it's back here is like I'm calling out numbers and it's like right it sounds to be here right let's go in that direction but he doesn't have that because he doesn't have the surround sound I uh, got you okay so it just changes it up and it's so good Darren um it's uh it's weird but it's awesome yeah and for the for what I paid for them um it it really does the job they're really fucking cool oh fantastic I do like the fact that also on the box it states Xbox One. It's all green box and everything. And it's like, right at the very bottom, it's like, it works on PS4. And it's just like, <laughs> of course it does. It's a three and a half mil jack. Yeah, yeah. Come on, it's not oh, special, but... Yeah, uh, also works on hi-fis and, <laughs> and phones. And <laughs> if you want to go around, wear bright black and green headphones while you're listening to podcasts, while you're listening to this podcast, maybe, you can also wear the Turtle Beaches, but... Uh, yeah, so it's good shit. It's good shit, Darren. Very good. How 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 have how has your two weeks been? Um, well, uh. no, no, no. It's not. It's not been too bad. It, it okay. came to a climax yesterday. I I, uh, right. I I finished the kitchen, Terry. I've actually hey. finished the kitchen. And I know it sounds like I've been going on about it for ages. And looking back, it was mid February when I started on it. Um, mm. So it has taken about seven weeks. But to be fair, I did have a couple of weeks off due to some strategic ordering, and I've only been doing it in my spare time, so not bad at all. Um, Sweet. But yeah, I've I've learned a lot, um, and I've 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 yeah I've worked around some mistakes and things like that, and 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 some <laughs> of the mistakes have been costly, but you know what? I've learned from them, and it's all done now, and I'm very happy with the results. You have learned from your mistakes, which means you are never ever doing a kitchen ever again <laughs> well to be fair i actually quite enjoyed it um yeah uh, there, there was something quite ocd about laying tiles and things like that and it, it was just quite nice getting them all lined up and and when you actually get the grout in it's like oh, oh that looks nice <laughs> uh, i mean that, that's the thing you get you kind of even though it's been a slog yeah You've got this overall sense of achievement that I did this. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of the downsides, you know, I, I mean, the thing that sparked this beginning of the year that we had all these additional sockets put in. Mm. In hindsight, thinking about tiling, that was a bad idea because <laughs> I had to right, cut okay. around every one of these fucking sockets. <laughs> I was like, why did I get so many? <laughs> Um, but no, no, it's all good. Uh, so I replaced all the uh, electrical sockets and everything, so everything looks new and clean, and it, it's nice. It's nice. It's all good. 
Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So I actually got to play a, a game yesterday. It was a very bizarre experience. Middle of Saturday, I was actually sat there gaming. I was like, this feels foreign. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed. <laughs> um, but yeah, apart from that, I've done one more park run. Um, I absolutely, absolutely killed it. Um, so I, I think I mentioned on the first one, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. And I was a, at the back of the pack and spent most of the time kind of doing... Um, you know, at the end of Cannonball Run, where you just got the ambulance overtaking all the cars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was me, the first, uh, the first one. So I was on the back foot from, right from the beginning, trying to catch up. Uh, with this one, I actually started at the beginning, uh, started at the front. Oh, okay. Um, which was weird in a different way. So you kind of set off, and I was like, "Oh, look at me! I'm at the front. Oh, wait, I'm being passed. I'm being, being passed, and people are passing me." So it, it felt different. Yeah, um, but I, I just kind of booted it and tried to keep up with the pack as best as I could, and uh, and did an amazing. I, I think I did like a twenty-two minute five k, uh, which oh, for me was yeah really good. Um, but it was weird because I was running with other people. My, my body and my brain is saying to me, J -j "You just need to take a breather now. You need to really slow it down." <laughs> I'm like, "No, I must go faster." <laughs> Seriously, you're going to pass out any yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what it was like on the second lap. Um, but no, no, I killed it, and I was happy with that time. Awesome. Um, but but I don't know. So so park runs are good, but I think I'm going to have to find a different one because uh, there's okay. just something about doing two laps that just just breaks my brain. So uh, it's like when I do go out running, I always try and find a loop where I'm not repeating any of the steps. Yeah, I think it was like when you were telling me about like when I was going out, um, you know, doing the same loop. You you said it would drive you absolutely nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to try and find one where I can do like five k in a complete loop. Because uh, mm -hmm. there's just something about passing going across the finishing line, and thinking, oh god, I gotta do all that again. Yeah. Did you uh, just out of interest? Did you go um, cycling? Uh, did I go? Did you, did you go cycling there? Because I know that you said that you were thinking about doing that. No, right. So I was going to, and I've, I've mm -hmm. mapped out the route, and I've done a few cycles. So my ass is starting to build ass calluses. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that's wait, what. what? We... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's just something about cycling. Uh, I mean, I used to cycle to work every day, and but but when you go out and you haven't been out for a while, man, I I was literally I had a sore ass for nearly a week. And I was like, well, you need that to sit on. It's <laughs> it's no good being sore. <laughs> I know. Um, so no, no, um, I can do it. And I think I can do it in about half an hour. Um, mm. So I want to get a couple more rides on my belt. And I think when I went and did that park run, it was um, it was windy and, windy and rainy. And I thought, well, I'll turn okay. up to a park run like that. I, no. So I, 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 pissed off, wet and tired. Yeah. You've got to run 5K and get pissed yeah, off, wet yeah, and tired. Yeah, so I kind of can up. So, but no, as... I mean, the weather's actually getting quite nice. We're in double figures now, Terry. You know, I actually, I think I saw the sun the other day. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I had there are unconfirmed reports. I saw blue sky as well, which I'm not quite sure. Yep, I I had to Google what the sun looked like, uh, but I think <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> Didn't stare directly at the picture because you're not allowed to do that mm. and burn your retinas off. But uh, yeah, man, it's weird. It's it's feeling that even the birds are out and chirping and and singing and all happy and shit, and it's like ah. So it feels good. So I, I, I did something yesterday, Terry, uh, which I, I'm oh, not really okay. proud of, but I don't care. Oh, Darren, no. No, no, no. So, <laughs> so while I've been doing the kitchen, there's two large windows and it's overlooking the back garden. Mm. 
and I've been watching it, and, and it's weird. I've been like, that grass is starting to grow. Shit, that grass is starting to grow. Bollocks. In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have to start on that garden. I really can't be asked doing the garden. So you know what, Terry? I've hired a gardener. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Um, and and to be fair, I mean, it, this youngish lad is just starting up with a business. Um, and he came around and he's like, I says, oh, well, normally we get somebody in to do that fern and we normally get somebody in to do the trees and da, da, da. So I can take care of all that. I says, oh, can you? He says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, we're probably looking about 15 quid a week. Is that all right? I'm like, <laughs> I was unzipping him, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your knees before you even finish the sentence. Yeah, I'm like, yes, please. How soon can you come? <laughs> please, 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 please. <laughs> the trick is to not seem too eager. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I was doing cartwheels up and down the drive. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, just the thought of not having to spend uh, two or three hours on a Saturday morning just trying to tame the garden um yeah so yeah and for 15 quid because the size of your garden is fucking huge yeah. well yeah the with it being a corner plot the back garden is ridiculous um which yeah. just means it's an absolute bitch to maintain but this guy's gonna come around and do it and i'm more i i had in my mind that I, I was happy to pay about 30 quid with the size of the back garden but when he said 15 mm. quid i was just like please do it now <laughs> <laughs> Friend, <laughs> yeah, friend. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, all good stuff. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to not having to do anything in the garden. It just been magically done. You just kind of look back, and you know he's just out there tending to your garden. It's like, right, you all good? Right, I'm going back to gaming. Bye. Well, it's not even. Right. <laughs> he's going he's to do it during the week, so I'm not even going to see the guy. It's just going to be like these magical pixie fairies turn up and just fix the garden. He is stealth gardener. Yeah. So yeah, happy with that. Nice. So, Terry, that's what we've done. Let's discuss yeah. what we've played. Checkpoint. Terry. I've been playing two things. Hmm. One of them I've put about 35, 40 hours in uh, over the past two weeks, and the other one's Far Cry 5. <laughs> so, Fortnite. Man, this game is amazing. Uh, so, this game is really cool. So... I know you were obsessed with um, Overwatch. And yes. From what I see visually, I think they're a similar kind of thing, almost cartoony as opposed to realistic. Yeah. Um, do you get a similar kind of vibe from from it? Definitely. Yeah. This it's it's kind of a mix of visuals being um, Overwatch esque. Uh, it's got kind of the Minecraft ish element of. Uh, you've got a giant pickaxe, you can break things down for materials, sure. wood, brick and steel, um, and that allows you to build forts or ramps to get it into like otherwise like inaccessible areas, yeah. but it changes up the strategy so much. Sure. Uh, you've got the mixture of PUBG in there, obviously, and, and that sort of thing, and I believe H1Z1 uh, on PC was kind of the first of these Battle That's Royale right, type yeah, games. Yeah. Um, but it just does it so well. It's one of those where the gunplay feels tight. The the you know the the areas around feel so varied. You've got everything from like you know like some of the named locations. Like you've got Tilted Towers, which is a kind of a fairly biggish city with big skyscrapers. So you can change up the strategy where you can sit on the top of a roof for ages and snipe people. And it gets very fast and frenetic in certain areas. You get some quieter areas. So like the top of the bottom of the map, you've got like uh, farming areas. So you can find weapons, but you're not going to find a lot of people. Yeah. But 
you amass the weapons and then you go for it. It's got the addiction of like the, and I say addiction because that's kind of what it feels like out of all honesty. Yeah. It's got that kind of loot drop aspect to it. Okay. So you've got chests in there and all of the weapons are rated from white to um, orange. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the the higher, you know, the different colours are, are the rarity of the weapons, which we're still trying to work out if it means increased damage or increased accuracy or possibly both in the weapons. Um, you can get like a white submachine gun and it just sprays like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you get a better coloured one and you've got a better chance of hitting them mm. and it seems to do more damage. But um, it's it's one of those where... It's so fast-paced in the sense that, yes, the gameplay is fast, but when you die, you're back to the lobby, you jump back in a game, and I bet even within a minute, you're back into another game. So do you get to carry across any weapons, stats, or anything to the next match, or, or is it no, just that? nothing. Okay. Uh, you've got to accrue all of your weapons from scratch, and, and that's the thing. It's like, right, okay, I'll try down here. Um, I mean, obviously, the the weapons are mixed every single match. Sure. You're not going to okay. find the same weapon in the same place. Um, so every match, you start off with absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, and then it's just a case of, right, I'm going to drop down here, you know, kind of mill about for some weapons for a bit. And then you can kind of strategize, like, right, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to see what's going on over here, um, see if I can find enemies. But again, like I said, with the headphones, it's been great because I can hear shots popping off and I'm like, right, okay, so obviously there's some action over there. Let's go over there and see what happens. Yeah, sure. And it's been one of those where I've not wanted to shy away from anything. A lot of people, and and kind of one thing that does really irk me is campy bastards. Yeah, sure. Um, But the thing about this game is the fact that people don't seem to want to camp they're just like fuck this i'm just gonna jump all over and just kill people and then kind of start to build forts and structures like towards the end game now my building game is still not strong at the moment i'm not very good at building i still try and play it as a stealthy bastard yeah um but that has worked for me in the past so it doesn't bother me um but yeah just some really silly stuff i mean they put um they they always change modes at once every so often. So they've had like um like the the current one is high explosives. It's either rocket launchers, grenade launchers, grenades, or C four, and they're the only weapons you can get. Okay. Uh, and remote control uh, missiles, and it's just stupid action. It's just like right, everyone's just gonna blow each other up, and it's just fucking great. It's just a dumb dumb game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in the best way possible. Um, but I think it is that. Like, oh, shit, I died. Right, okay, back to the menu, back into another one. And like I said, I I remember a while ago when I was talking about PUBG and saying the fact that, you know, it, it takes, like, a few minutes to get into a new match, and by then it's like, right, okay, but I, let's, let's just get in. Fortnite fixes that issue of just like, right, you're dead, bang, back in. You're into the next one, like, get in there, you know, keep going sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, it's just a really fucking solid game. Uh, do not get me wrong. I say solid game, but it does have its... So sometimes you'll find the matchmaking has problems. Okay. And it's like, oh, the servers are down again. Yeah. So like me and me and my mate will be sat in a lobby and it's just like, right, okay, well, we can't do anything. And then you will kind of troll Twitter and it's like, oh, yeah, everyone's complaining. Fortnite's down again. Um, right, okay. But ultimately, it's a free-to-play game. You know, the fact that you can play this awesome 
really well done game for free you know is is awesome so um so the battle royale side of things is just one of the modes at any point do you feel the need to pick up the should we say the full game in quotes so you can explore the other modes so i'm tempted okay i am not again down to the building thing i'm not very good at like base defense that sort of stuff but I can I could probably give it a go at some point. Mm. I'm, I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but it'd be one of those where I think it'd be quite an adjustment going from the battle royale mode to like a base defense mm. kind of facing. However, I think it's like zombies and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but but however, wouldn't that give you, should we say, offline practice at the building? Um, yeah, I think it would, yeah. I mean, that is probably actually a clever way of doing it because mm. you can obviously learn and pick it up. I think in the main game you do craft your own weapons, mm. whereas obviously with Fortnite you don't do that. You just find them out and about. So I've not, to be fair, I've not actually seen much on the Save the World mode, which is, is kind of the main, yeah. uh, well, the main thing. Because so. I just remember when, when Fortnite was first announced, and this is way before the Battle Royale mode was out there, um, it looked to me very much like um, Orcs Must Die, which was okay, essentially sure. a tower defense. Uh, so you had waves of enemies coming at you and you put traps up uh, and mm-hmm. then you stop those from getting to, to your base or whatever. And that was the bit that actually excited me uh, before the Battle Royale came, on, came along. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing as well is that... Um I believe I, I I probably will be wrong on this one. I believe um, there is kind of like a day night cycle. Mm. So like throughout the day, you can amass all your materials right. yeah, yeah. to prepare yourself for the for the nighttime sort of thing. So at least that gives you time to kind of if it is a very similar map or it is the same map as as the battle royale mode. Yeah. It's quite a big map, uh, so you know you could have some fun in that. So. Mm. Um, and then you've got the controversy as well. Well, not the controversy. You've got the conspiracy theory going on uh, in the battle royale mode uh, with the the comet that is coming, and no one knows what it's doing and why it's there. And you basically search Fortnite on YouTube, and everyone is talking about this this comet in the sky. Um, is there actually a comet in the sky? Yes, there is. Yeah, it it started out so someone on stream. I just happened to look up and found this like small blue dot yeah. that he'd never seen before. And over the past two, three weeks, this thing has got bigger and it's got like a streak behind it, like a, a, a comic kind of streak. Oh, okay. uh, the prevailing conspiracy theory is that it's going to crash onto the map and destroy Tilted Towers uh, purely because, you know, you get a hundred man match yeah. and everyone lands at Tilted Towers ah, and okay. it kills the the flow of the game uh, because before the first circle's even closed in, you've got about 20 players left. Right, okay. Because everyone is heading there and just getting, just killing each other. So it's very fast and frenetic at Tilted, but it brings the player count down so the end game feels longer and longer to get to. So ah, okay. the, I think... Epic know this and they're trying to kind of fix that issue by like right okay we'll take tilted out uh, and and that'll kind of balance it all out but instead of just like ah oh, we're just uh, done you know they're actually give it the, the prevailing theory is is that the comet's going to come down destroy tilted and then that's going to be like their in world 
sure excuse yeah. to like remove the game which is super fucking clever yeah um but yeah so fortnite is just it's just it's just fucking great i i'm like i said i'm just having a ton of time with it um i don't feel particularly burnt out on it mm. which i'm kind of worried i'm going to at some point but for now i'm I'm just really really enjoying it um like even in solos and and duos that sort of thing yeah um it, it's just you know it's just fun it, it really is fun I, i'd encourage you to try it out at some point well to be fair i've got it installed on the xbox ps4 the mac and my iPad, but mm. until now, I've not had a chance to play it. It's good. Maybe uh, now that you've got more gaming time, maybe you'll be free to play it. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the plan. That's that sounds like a good plan. Yeah. If you need some help or you know a mentor, come see me. <laughs> I can help you out. Um, and then Far Cry Five, Darren. So okay, so you played uh, you played three, you yep. played four, both con- conclusion. Uh, I got the majority of the way through four, and I can't remember what happened, but I broke off from it, and I don't think I ever finished it. Okay. Can't remember if I got like, can't remember if I got like a game breaking thing, and it annoyed me, and then I stopped playing it. Oh, okay. Um, so is it is it more of the same or? So it's Far Cry. Okay. If you like Far Cry, you'll probably like this. I like Far Cry. Far Cry's good. Darren, mm. Far Cry is good. The gameplay, uh, the the shooting, and that feels solid. Mm. It did take a while to get used to the controls sure, again. Yeah. Uh, having played so much Fortnite, it's weird. Like crouches on the right stick, you just press the press the right thumbstick in and you crouch. With Far Cry, it's uh, that same thing as melee. So circle is sure, crouch. Yeah, yeah. So it's like stealth bastard, and then I'm just like kicking and punching things. <laughs> <laughs> like this is not what I'm wanting to do. I mean, I've probably played about five, six hours. Okay. Uh, I've a typical open world. I've not really tackled too much of the story, if at all. Mm. Um, but it's it's got some differences. Um, I don't know whether for the best or not. It's it's so the crafting stuff. Okay. I enjoyed the crafting stuff. It gave me a reason to. Uh, you know, find animals and and all this, that, and the other. And uh, same in this game, you find these like little signposts, and it tells you like caution, so and so animal in this area. Yeah. So it's like it gives you like an in-world reason for like mark on a map, like this is where you find these animals and this, that, and sure, the other. Okay. Um, no crafting oh. in this game. Uh, it's all perk points, so you have to fulfill a kind of list of challenges. Okay. So it's like. Um, get 10 kills with a pistol you get perk points um you get so many kills with this weapon you get perk points you do these that you know and it's it's just basically check this list off of, of challenges and the perk points you put into um increased weapon slots um you know like any okay, yeah Basically, the stuff that you would use to craft, like increased ammo on this, yeah. whereas before it'd be like skin three fucking deer yeah, and get yeah, yeah, like yeah. increased ammo pouch. Yeah. They don't have that anymore, so the animals are purely used as like bait, mm. and uh, you can sell at like vendors. So that was kind of weird because I'm like I, I'm going in there anticipating like doing crafting and like kind of yeah. I called the typical Far Cry formula at least in like the recent games has been kind of that thing maybe they just want to streamline it a bit more but to me it kind of feels stripped back 
because other than selling them for money, there's no real need to kill any of the animals. Okay. Uh, which it, which before it gave you a purpose to do that. Right. Um, it does have some cool stuff. Uh, so in the game, you, you, this isn't spoilery. Uh, you start. It kind of feels like a little tutorial island. Okay. Um, and it's like just kind of get used to everything, and uh, and they've got these things called prepper stashes, and they feel like each one kind of feels like its own like mini little challenge room. Okay. Uh, and you get perk points. You can get money. You can get weapons and that sort of stuff out of these prepper stashes. And uh, like I say, each each one kind of feels like it has its own distinct um feel to it there was one that i did that just kind of felt like it came completely out of left field but it was so cool um uh what you had to do and it you, it wasn't overly challenging but the way that they presented it was just fucking so so cool and uh apparently there's there's quite a lot of them in this game and it is a fairly sizable map as well Sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to to kind of play more of uh, of Far Cry. I have had some game breaking kind of things go on, which did not impress me, considering it was literally the first side mission I did. Right. Again, without spoilers, uh, just like walking around as you do and in, uh, in the open world, and just kind of I'm just going to go off the beaten path. I'm just going to climb up this hill, mm. and just happen to find a dude talking on a phone, and it triggered a side quest. Okay. And he mentioned, like, oh, like, get in the car and, you know, and uh, I'll take you to where we need to go. And then he just walked off. <laughs> and just like, right, okay, maybe I didn't hear him correctly. So it's like there was a house nearby. So I'm like, right, or maybe once he's walking up there. And then he just decided to kind of walk around in the bushes. Fantastic. And didn't really do anything. But the marker for the mission had updated. So I'm like, right, okay, it's like an outpost there because they're back, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, um, He's like, right, okay, I'll take that outpost out. And he's like, hey, boy, come meet me over near the tower. And it's like, okay, I'm here. And he would repeat that line about 20, 30 times. And I'm like, what am I missing? Mm. And it, I'm like, this this is fucking broken. So I, I had to come out the game. I think I reloaded the last uh, checkpoint. Right, okay. And then all of a sudden, he just appeared in the tower and like finished the mission. Oh, okay. I'm like what the fuck <laughs> you know just somewhat weird like that stealth doesn't seem to work as well in this oh um and you know me darren i'm i'm a, I'm a stealthy bastard hmm. and i like my stealth so again like i say you've got the outpost and i'm like right I'll, I'll climb up this tower and i can scope out these people and mark enemies and i'm like right okay i've got i've because i've you can buy attachments for all your weapons from the vendors sure. okay so i'm like i've i've got silencers on fucking everything i've got scopes on shit and i'm like right i've got a sniper rifle there's a guy on that roof there right i'm gonna snipe him in the head i get a perfect headshot with a sniper rifle mm. and somehow that alerts everyone oh and i'm like but that's not stealth <laughs> yet i can if there's two enemies like literally two or three feet from one another, I can silently approach and, and knock one of them out, even though he's screaming, and won't alert the other guy. Mm. And then I can then go around the back of him and stealth him. And I'm like, I don't... How does that work? Yeah. Um, it's just bizarre, because it's like... I, I And the thing is, I'm from like a decent... I'm f probably like 100... 
100 feet away 100 meters away i'm 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 stealthing people yeah, yeah. and it's not working it's it's somehow it's like i don't have a silencer and it's like but so what's the point in giving me a stealthy option and i can't use the stealth option yeah, sure. um so i'm trying to have to find like creative ways of doing it but uh um the side characters they're kind of cool um i don't know if you saw any of the promo stuff for this um but you, well, you will have you, you. You can like command like um, side characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so mine's uh, Boomer the dog, and he's awesome. Uh, you just tell him just go attack that enemy, and he'll just rip the throats out. Oh, cool! And occasionally he'll like bring the weapons back to me. Uh, so a bit he's like a good dog boy. Meat, then. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just like there, there's some in world like story stuff that they don't like explicitly like shove down your throat. And it's kind of like you kind of walk into an area and it's like, oh, I wonder what's happened here. And it's like through the environment, it tells, it kind of gives you hints as to what's happened and and that sort of stuff. And it's really clever. Okay. It's, it's some of that stuff. But uh, but yeah, Far Cry. Um, I want to play more of it. It's not got its teeth into me as much as I'd like to sure. it to have. But uh, it's been all right so far. Anyway, I think that game breaking bug at the beginning kind of threw me off a little bit but uh but yeah yeah i mean to be fair i tend not well as you know i tend not to buy games on day one mm. and there's a bloody good reason for that um i reckon yeah. there's you're looking at two to three months before a game is polished enough mm-hmm. um you're always going to find some game breaking bugs in the first week month uh first couple of months uh, realistically I, I like to give it three or four months uh that that way the price normally comes down about 20 quid and the majority of the game breaking stuff's been fixed yeah um so yeah that, that's why i haven't uh, as much as i love the far cry series i will hang fire on that one because uh, with being such a large game the the i mean i think because i work in the software industry and i know what's what gets released as acceptable software builds and then what what then is a prioritized hot fix and then how the prioritize list works mm-hmm. um so stuff like that one mission working will be so far on a priority list compared to potentially you know currency not working or a certain gun not working as it should or, or main mission yeah. not working um so it, it normally takes months for them to get down that list of uh, well should we even fix that or not you know that kind of thing yeah, I mean, I've I've heard from you know from listening to some gaming podcasts, you know that there there is a thing that is is called non shippable, mm. uh, and they know if they, there's a bug again in the game, it's like I oh, will fix it with a patch, like yeah, a, a oh, hot yeah, fix yeah, later yeah. on, sort of thing. Um, d- this is a bit of a random question. Mm. Do you remember back in the day when games used to ship complete? <laughs> <laughs> so I I understand they have the ability to fix things, but still. So uh, again, with with where I work, um, I, uh, and the software that I work on, it is possible to ship software fully working, fully tested with zero bugs. However, that takes an additional couple of years. Yeah. In the industry that we are, with the ability to patch afterwards. That's why you get, I won't say incomplete games, but games running uh, with about 5% worth of bugs in them is more than acceptable mm-hmm. because they can be patched. Where when you used to get the cartridges, they had to be 100% because you couldn't patch them afterwards. 
Yeah, I mean, I remember some games that actually had like released like revised versions of sure, the game that yeah. had like bugs in it. Um, but yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's cool that we have that ability now, um, you know, to release patches and and fix things that, like you said, back in the day couldn't be fixed. It's just annoying that the game when you get it is doesn't have everything smoothed out. Yeah. To a reasonable, I mean, I say to a reasonable degree, where like side missions and that, because that was kind of my entry point into the into the open area yeah, sure. of the game was like, this is literally the first thing I'm encountering and it's already broken. I, again, you've got to think, these go through game testing. So mm. they'll be analyzed, they'll, they'll give, I, I don't know, a finger in the air number. Let's say they give 100 people and say, right, here's a game, go play for 10 hours. And maybe one of those 10 people, uh, one of those 100 people will have gone up that hill and spoke to that person. And sure, one of those yeah. will have encountered it. So it's 99% working. Yeah, I, I get yeah. As I suppose as long as kind of, the, you know, the main flow it doesn't works, glitch yeah. out immediately. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I say, I, I'm enjoying shooting things and blowing things up and doing the Far Cry. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. And... Um, uh, when we move on to it, onto the next section, there was something to do with Far Cry that um, that I've watched that that kind of helps build the world a little bit more. Okay, cool. Um, so I've talked quite a lot there. I do apologise, Darren. Tell me about gaming, games, and gaming in your underwear. So I I got some gaming yesterday, and I got some gaming mm-hmm. in Easter Monday. I think it was. Uh, it's quite sad that I can pick out the games that I have actually given. <laughs> um, and I've, I've just sung that time to the Horizon Zero Dawn, the Frozen Wild. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I've got my head back around it. I've I've remembered how all the controls work, what the weapons do, and all the rest of it. Because there were, mm. there were so many mechanics that I just totally forgot. You know, like the overriding the uh, the animals, the, uh, the, the corrupted darts, all that kind of stuff. I yeah. totally forgot about all those. And it wasn't until I sat there for about an hour just going through my inventory thinking, right, well, why have I got all this stuff? Why did I save it all? And I'm looking through and I'm like, ah, okay, so that does that. And that does, ah, I remember this bit. <laughs> so you could just go to a herd of whatever, <laughs> throw some corrupted darts in there, have them fight each other and kill each other. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good, Terry. It's good. Um, I think you could probably mainline it in, I think, probably about six hours. Oh, okay. I've got to the point now... Where it said, ah, right, so we're going to go do this mission. Are you sure you want to do this? Have you got other things you need to finish off first? So I think ah, I'm getting there. So I'm like, hang on, I've got some errands to do. <laughs> <laughs> and off I went. So, but yeah, um, the, there's a number of collectibles. So you're out there getting um, pigments for for a chick who's doing um, like a wall painting. Um, so there was nine pigments to get and you can get a map for that. Um, but kind of like what they've taken out of Far Cry, uh, you had to go and get animal skins, animal bones and stuff like that. So you can hand over that as well as some coin or, or gears or whatever they are. Uh, so you can actually buy the map for that. I get you, okay. But when you were talking about Far Cry and how they've taken out the killing of animals, I'm not sure that's a bad thing. Because the the, the thing that's the only annoyance I've had with this is uh, the random number generator. So it's like, right. Right. So what we need for this is squirrel skin. So you, you, you kill a squirrel and you've got a chance of getting the skin. 
or you've got the bones, or you just get like the fatty meat. Ah, uh, uh, yes, I do. Yeah, remember yeah. That. So you've got, I, th- I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I think you've probably got about one in ten chance of getting either the bone or the skin. So I had to go killing a lot of squirrels and a lot of badgers and a lot of goats, just trying to get the resources that I needed to buy these maps so I could go and get these things to do the errands. So that probably took me two or three hours. It felt more of a chore. It felt like busy work on top of already kind of busy work having to kill the animals. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's why I don't mind too much that thing in Far Cry. Um, because, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess if you got if you always got squirrel skin, then it'd be like, oh, well, that's fine. I'll just go hunt them. But, yeah, this found... The, I mean, the two or three hours I played yesterday, I was just hunting just to get the stuff right. so I could buy the map so I could do, so I could do the errands. Horizon was fucking awesome. And, and, I, I love that and game. And don't get me wrong, it is still an awesome game. Um, seeing the majesty of some of these some of these beasts walking past you, it's like, fucking hellfire. I forgot how amazing that was. Or there's... Um, I mean, because it's only a smaller area, you, you've got one tall neck in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you had to go do some stuff because for reasons it was disabled. Um, so you had to go and do some stuff, but that was cool. And once you got it up and running, it's like, all right, well, uh, I need to take it over and, and just finding the right place to jump up. And then you climbed up it and you stood up on top of this thing. Uh, and I, I guess now you've got those headphones, you'll get a similar kind of thing as what I've got. So you just got it walking around you and the sounds going around you and you've got the big thump of the feet and it's just like, yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the thing is that, even you know, even the first time you play it, and you, you there's tall necks, and you just see the vista, mm. and you just see you know you you see the the key points and stuff like that. How does it look in foggy? It looks absolutely beautiful, Terry. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's it, it one of those things that on occasions I've stopped because it, there'll be a sunrise and uh, there'll be a sunrise behind a certain mountain, and then the snow will start, and I'm just like, man, that looks fucking gorgeous. How how are them god rays? Uh, absolutely stunning. Uh, again, yesterday I I stopped and hit photo mode a couple of times because uh, it was just beautiful. Yeah, did. <laughs> that was going to be my next question of how many photos. Um, so I think only three so far because you are in a snowy area. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's very white and very snowy for most of the time. So there's not mm-hmm. a whole lot to take pictures of. But the, um, some of the errands I had to do, I had to come out of the area and back into the normal world. And I was just like, oh, wow, oh, look, this is nice. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of like a night and day yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it's good. Uh, the, there's a couple of new beasties with their new um, uh, abilities. So you've kind of got to work around those. But yeah, it's, it's a solid game so far. It's a solid game, and I mean, I picked up for a tenner, and I think it's definitely worth that. I, with the errands and everything, I'm probably going to get about 15 hours out of it. I reckon it's definitely worth it. Yes, 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 um, definitely. It, but I would put some time to one side just to relearn the mechanics because there's there's a lot went on in that game, and there was a lot I'd forgotten. Mm. I, I can see it being kind of a mind fuck not having played it for a few months then like right okay this would have been quite good if you'd have released it near the time so that i'd have been fresh in my mind so i I think that anybody's not played it if you do get the so you can now buy the physical and the digital the complete edition Mm -hmm. that would be the perfect way to play it because this new area would just be there so there'd be just some additional missions there Mm, okay is there any indication of kind of where 
kind of timeline wise this fits in um or? yes so it, within this exactly the same uh, so I, I think what you're you're kind of asking the question is uh, do we get any more on what happened at the end of the main game no so okay. this is just a, a new area that's opened and we just continue this is just a thing yeah yeah so so yeah, imagine okay. you were playing the game and you just unlocked a new area that that's it we're in the same timeline same everything there is no more on what happened i think that's going to be in horizon 2 horizon 2 is there yeah well i assume i assume horizon 2 is going to be a thing and that's where i assume that story will continue this is this is all independent you just found a different um settlement oh god i want a horizon 2 mm. this new settlement seems to have more answers about stuff if that makes sense, it okay. fleshes out the story a little more, but you don't get to know any more from what happened. If that makes, I, I'm, I'm trying to be spoiler free. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's it, it fleshes out a little more, but you don't get to know any more of what happened at the end of the story. Well, with the way that that story ended, it ended in such a defined way mm. that I was quite surprised when Frozen Wilds was announced. It's like, how can you carry that on? Yeah. Uh, in in this fashion, but you know, if if it's set kind of oh, it's set any time during all of this, you know, it, it kind of makes sense because it was such a finality yeah, to yeah. that. But um, yeah, man, I, a tenor definitely sounds like it's worth it if you're getting about ten fifteen hours out. Yeah, of it. yeah, yeah. Um, mm. I, I mean, you got to think there are some games out at the moment that you can get through the main story in. What for? <laughs> yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so apart from that, I did I did very quickly try a couple of the PS Plus games yesterday. One I kind of enjoyed. One I deleted straight away. Okay. Um. So there was, God, what was the name of it? Something nine nine. Um. On PS Plus, it was a side-scrolling Streets of Rage style game. I think I know what you're on about. Uh, I can't remember. Um, yeah. It was all right. I don't see it being a big game. It was, it, it it felt like an arcade style game, like one that I used to play in the arcades when I was a, a wee nipper. Have we moved that past that, maybe? Possible. I mean, you and me were very excited about Rage and Justice last year. Now, to be fair, uh, so this compares quite well to Rage and Justice, but it's a side-scrolling, it, it feels very much like Streets of Rage, um, but it feels like a 30-year-old game. If that makes sense, there's uh, nothing guess, really new yeah. in it, um, which is okay. And if if that's the kind of thing that you want, then I think you'll enjoy it. But I think Ridge and Justice for me is is the side scrolling beat 'em up I want. Well, it is out next month. It, it so. is indeed, yeah. But that that's a pity that I mean, it feels old. There's not it's not bringing anything new to the table. Yeah, but but again, it, it feels like um, I don't know. It it just feels a copy of something old without too much soul in it it's just like well it worked back then so we'll just do the same we'll change the characters up um i will make them a little bit more fun but we just we're we just gonna have a 30 year old game yeah like the, the style oh people love like side scrollers let's just make another one of yeah. them what are you adding to it not nothing we're just gonna put that out again yeah yeah, yeah. that's right ah. <laughs> and and then the other one i played was again i forget the name something in space it was like a ship best way I can describe it is kind of like asteroids but with four pl- 
player. Uh, you plus mm. three bots and you shoot each other. Okay. I got through an entire match of that. There was this annoying narrator voiceover guy. And I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Delete. Uh, but yeah, they're the, they're the only ones I've tried. Um, oh, no, sorry. I tell a lie. I fired up Bad Max to see if my save game came across from the uh, the physical to the digital. And it does. There you go. And I was like, ooh, there were a couple of challenges I didn't finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did that game ever have any DLC? So, you know what? I don't know, but that was on my list of things to do today, see if that had any DLC. Okay, Because sure. I I completed the game. I 100%ed the majority of it. There was a handful of... Um, I think there were collect quests that were outstanding. Um, but I thought, mm-hmm. you know what? This was a really good game. Um, and if it does have DLC, then I might sink some money and some time into the DLC. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'll, I will check that this afternoon. Now, I might go back to Mad Max because I think I put, I only put like a couple of hours into it and I'm like, this seems okay. But... No, keep on going. I mean, because you've got all the car combat, um, you can prop a pimpy car with some some real good shit. And mm, it, had, yeah. it had the um, Batman combat. Yes, I, I do vaguely remember about it. I mean, to be honest with you, the, the main reason I, I, I do want to go back to it is because I remember just how how into that game you was. Oh, I absolutely loved like it, you yeah. was gushing about that, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's uh, with it being free on PS Plus this month, it's it's definitely one, you know, to download and, and, and go back to. But I, I so I, I honestly think you need to sit down and make a list of all the open world games that you are yet to complete and maybe do one, then go away and do something else, then go, because if you try and do them back to back, it'll break you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's like you've got Far Cry, you've got, um, you've got Horizon, you've got Zelda, you've got Mad Max. Just to pick a handful, um, you've probably got about another twenty open world games that you haven't finished. Yeah. So, yeah, just just try and space them out. Otherwise, you'll just burn yourself out. I think it it, it has been one of those where, like, between the big games, I need the palate cleanser, and I think that's where Fortnite came mm. in. But Fortnite has taken up so much of my time recently; it's kind of had an adverse effect. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so maybe I, I am actually crying out for that that open world, which is why I've got Far Cry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so maybe yeah. if it's if it's currently broken, well, not broken, but if you're not feeling it at the moment, why don't you hang fire? Because no doubt I'll be picking it up in a couple of months, and then we'll blast through it then in co-op. You know what? That doesn't actually sound like a bad idea. I can hold on, you know, for a bit, and uh, yeah, we'll uh, give it a blast. Yeah, that doesn't actually sound like a bad idea, and then I can focus on kind of cleaning up some of the stuff first. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Cool. Anyway, so we've talked quite a lot about what we've been playing, Terry. Let's talk about what we've watched. Checkpoint. So, Terry. You mentioned earlier that you watched something Far Cry-esque. Yeah, so uh, there is actually like a half an hour short film on Amazon So I saw this, but I didn't know whether to watch it or not, whether it would spoil anything in the game. Is it safe to watch? Uh, It's fine, yeah. It's nothing to do with... like your character in the game or anything like that. It's basically giving more context to... Um, Eden's Gate, which is the kind of cult ah, thing. Okay. Um, so it is, it is giving you a bit more than what the uh, uh, than what the game does because 
it kind of just throws you in sure okay. in the game whereas this actually gives you a bit more context as to who they are what it is that sort of thing and, and the way they do it is very clever because it's set up in like um kind of like a it's like vlogging kind of uh they they have trying to have that feel of um why is the name escaping me of the film i'm thinking of blair witch project right okay they they're kind of doing it in that sense but uh then it kind of inter intercuts between you know like the the blair witch project style kind of shaky cam footage to like proper cinematic scenes and that sort of stuff but uh it's fine yeah they, they've got the actors from the game playing their parts um i did see on youtube i'm pretty sure like so the the main guy that runs kind of the cult um i'm pretty sure i saw on youtube like even more lead up into okay. it which i'm surprised they didn't have in this short film like like i think it's john seed uh like him coming into this town and kind of learning about preaching and, and this, that, and sure. the other. Um, they didn't have that in the film. It just cut to a point of where he's already kind of been established as this dude right, okay. uh, that runs this place called Eden's Gate. So there is stuff out there that you can find that gives you more context about who this character is and, and what, you know, what's brought him to this point. But uh, you know what? It, it was good. It, it didn't last, you know, it didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, okay. Um, it was fairly well acted, um, and like I say, it was, it was about half an hour. But if you want a bit more context going into Far Cry Five, because yeah. I'd started the game before I watched the film, oh, okay. um, so it was like, right, I'm going in. What the fuck's happening? Why are we doing this? And they they try and give you a bit of dialogue to kind of explain who he is. Yeah. That's all well and good, but I want to see kind of. I'd be more impressed to kind of see this rise to power rather than he's already there let's just try you know what i mean like just try and take him down i'd I'd like to see the rise of of this character and how he became who he was but unless you watch this extra stuff you won't get that yeah sure sure so that i felt the need to to kind of go and ahead and watch that but uh it's all right it, like i say it's about half an hour it's on amazon prime so cool. yeah um other than that tv wise not really been watching a lot of tv because my time has been taken up with fortnite however i've been uh watching uh so over the wrestlemania weekend uh they have the hall of fame yeah. so watch that that was four and a half hours um of just people talking about their careers um huh. yeah um there's a show called nxt takeover which from what i'm seeing online is probably one of the best wrestling shows um, that WWE have ever produced, so I'll be watching that after the podcast. Mm. Um, and then WrestleMania tonight, which obviously by the next episode uh, I'll be talking about. But uh, yeah, it's that I've not watched a ton other than the uh, the challenge section. But uh, but yeah, it's it's not been too bad. What about yourself? Um, not a lot. Uh, we've just been um, just been chipping away at the normal TV. So uh, mm. when when we've had a couple of hours, we've sat down and just. The best way I can describe it, trawled through our weekly TV. Um, so th there's a lot of stuff that we watch on Amazon Prime and Netflix, which are, are on a weekly basis. And we've got like the um, the series link picking up this, that and the other. Mm -hmm. Nothing really spectacular. Um, th th there was one weird thing. I, I know I, com I won't say complained, but um, highlighted uh, once upon a time how they just use 
They just use a couple of those spin wheels from Twister. And she's like, this week we will have this and this will happen in this place and they will do this. You sent me that image uh, and I was very frustrated. It was, I was the very most bizarre thing. So they had an entire episode uh, where they were just um, they were just in a in a bar being sociable and the rest of the story was done with flashbacks. And at the end of the episode, they left the bar. Uh, never to be used again and but but it was <laughs> the thing is the the when when we put once upon a time on that's always uh, the trigger for both christina and i to uh switch to the ipads and just have it on in the background but i was yeah. hearing uh arcade machines uh for for quite a long way and i'm just like i looked up and i saw like gallagher uh and i saw i'm like where the, where the hell are they are they, are they in like an arcade or something? So I started watching it, and and they were in Flynn's Barcade, uh, but they, I know, I know, but, but that's the thing. So they, they were in Flynn's, but it it was just them saying, "Hey, look, look, we've got the Disney license, and we'll do what the fuck we like with it." <laughs> <laughs> and the, actually, do something productive and make a neutron. No, oh. but the, the, the yeah, so they just had conversations in this in this um, arcade. Which was also a bar, mm. which was Flynn's from um, from Tron, um, and then at the end of it, yeah, just just left the bar and just went about business. And it's just like you can't uh, you can't hear me, but I'm shaking my head <laughs> so hard right now. But it was the most bizarre <laughs> thing. Why go through all the effort of using this place, which I assume they will never ever use again, and they've never used before in the the entire seven seasons. Again, like you say, it's because, like, oh, what references can we pull out the hat? Ooh, shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. Oh, Tron, people like Tron, yeah. right? We're never going to make another one of those. Let's just use Flynn's Arcade for reasons. Yeah. Um, uh, quite annoyingly as well. I say annoyingly, I'll probably get them. But uh, I saw Lego uh, are on their bullshit as well, using Tron's license. Oh, really? Because they've, is it nearly 10 years after the fact that Tron came out? Uh, what legacy? Uh, Tron Legacy came, uh, I believe it. Jesus Christ, where's 10 years gone? <laughs> I think it's 10 years. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's like 2010 or something like that. But uh, uh, they've just decided to release Lego sets of Tron Legacy. And it's like, why couldn't you have done that at the yeah, time? Yeah. Um, you know, like try and drum up some fucking support for Tron Legacy. Uh, 2010 it came out. I do apologize. So it's been eight but years still, since it came eight out. still, where's eight years gone? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, man, like after you sent me that, I'm like, motherfuckers are using Flynn's Arcade, they're using the Tron license. Um, then I went back to the, fuck, they really need to make it Tron. I really like Tron Legacy, I love that mm. film. Well, they did the um, TV series, didn't they? Uh, the, they did Uprising, yeah. Uh, which was pretty good, I I enjoyed that. Um, and then cancelled yeah. it, because we can't have nice things, Darren. <laughs> no, we can't. Because then they bring Once Upon a Time out and ruin fucking everything. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so apart from that, I've, um, the new series of uh, series of unfortunate events is back, okay. just as weird and batshit crazy as the previous season. Um, again, very bizarre. That it's uh, Lemony Snicket is um, done by I can't remember his proper name, but Neil Patrick Harris. No, no, no. So that's that's oh, um, that's Count Olaf. Is Neil Patrick okay. Harris? Um, Alex, yeah, uh, yeah, whatever his name is. <laughs> and um, but Lemony Snicket is voiced by the guy who does Joe Swanson from Family Guy. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so he kind of introduces and narrates a lot of the scenes and kind of does the voiceover when he's trying to explain what's going on. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of like an Adam's Family 
in its kind of visuals and kind of art mm. style. Um, but you've just got, it's just very, very, very well acted. It's, it, you get a, a series of shorts and it, I mean, it's like the first two episodes were, were one, one story, should we say, uh, where the, the orphans for some reason end up in a location and for mm. reasons Count Olaf tried to get to them because he's trying to get to the orphans' money. Okay, um, sure. And and that's what it is. So it's it's a series of unfortunate events where they'll just move from location to location, and there'll be a story, either two or three episodes, um, where the orphans are there. They'll outsmart Count Olaf and stuff. Okay, sure. But it's it's really really well done. And it's something we enjoy. But again, it's one of those that you've got to watch because there's so much going on that if you kind of try and half watch it, it doesn't work. So not not everything's spoken. So there'll be stuff going off in the background and you'll be like, what? Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I get you, yeah. So, but, but yeah, oh. very clever. So Terry, I Hi. challenged you to go and watch The Butterfly Effect. You did. Now you've watched it, does Until Dawn make a little bit more sense? It does. Um, that film is fucking great. It, it's good, isn't it? Wow. Like, I, I was just, like, I, I always, I, I said to you yesterday, because we, we nearly recorded yesterday, that I'd, I'd not watched mm. it, and I always like to keep it fresh for the podcast, because if I watch it, like, fucking a week or two weeks, I've forgotten yeah, half of yeah. it. But, man, that film is so good. I wasn't so sure where it was... Well, obviously, I'm not sure where it's going, but just the fact that he's able to manipulate time yeah. um, in, by reading his like old diaries and that sort of stuff, and the fact that the, the same... The, kind of alluded to the fact that his dad has the same condition. Yeah, yeah. And he uses... You know, he can go back through time but look at photo albums and, and do that way. And just how... No matter what choices... You go back to the past and kind of what choices you make... It's not. It's not. It's going to change things, yeah. but it's always going to negatively affect someone along Absolutely, the way. Yeah, yeah. Just how even the minor uh, of changes just drastically fuck these, you know, like these people's lives up. And it, it it's so clever the way that they did it. You know, when they they started off with the kids and that sort mm. of thing, and then you had the creepy dad, and that was. Yeah, he was doing creepy things with them. Um, and then, you know, it kind of shows their star, and I'm like, right, okay, where is this going to? Because it's been about 20 minutes, and we're still focusing on the kids. Yeah. And then it makes when they grow up, and then when it, like, Ashton Kutcher, and, you know, he's, like, in college. Yeah. Um, and then you go back, and it's like, so that's why you built on it so much. Because it's seen these little things, these little intricate things, like... Uh, the explosion in the in the letterbox and that sort of thing. You don't know at the time what happened because he blacks yeah. out. But then you go back and then you realise this, this and this happened. So then he changes things up and that has repercussions and knock-on effects. And it's just really, really well yeah, done. Yeah. I wasn't so sure where it was going to go because at one point when he's in the mental institute... Uh, yeah, okay. And uh, he's talking to the doctor and he's like, you know... Oh, the, you know, the, there is there are no diaries. It's just a figment of your imagination. And I'm like, that is fucking genius. That is fucking clever. But then it turns out that it, you know, it's 
there is kind of it's it's still a trick yeah. in a sense and he's able to then go and change things and, and make it for the better but by doing so he realizes that he has to he kind of has to make himself unhappy yeah. in order to make everyone else's lives yeah. better um so it still works out well for him in the end um but the the girl in it whose name i i can't remember mm. um you know the fact that she grows up and is successful and happy because she didn't live with a dad yeah. um I, I thought that was a nice moment where she's like you know the only reason i stayed here was you know because of you sort of thing and that that point is like so the the you know by splitting them up they can live happier lives yeah. and, and 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 prosper and grow and just the way that it was built was so good um just it's just nice to see like these branching timelines of this is how this happens and what happens if he does this well this happens yeah. ashton kutcher is really really fucking good in this see, film i told you <laughs> i was yeah i was like wow shit he's actually really good in this yeah. film um yeah, awesome film. Oh, awesome there, film. Now there um, are another two. They drop um, Ashton Kutcher uh, for for others, but okay. It, you know when the when when they change the main lead, but still call them the same person. Oh yeah, no! They do that. Um, uh, the other two were okay. Uh, there the, the weren't a patch on the first. Uh, they the kind mm-hmm. of tried to expand on the success of the first one, but didn't really work. But they're out there and they're okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I kind of like the way that that ended, so I, I don't know if I want to see the continuation of that story, mm. if they do indeed do that in the other two films. But uh, yeah, they, like I said, I, I don't know what else to say. It, it was just a really clever, well-done film. It was quite refreshing to see something like... It wasn't a thriller. It wasn't... I don't really know what kind of genre it is. Maybe kind of a psychological thing, but I don't know what genre to kind of slip this in. To be honest yeah, with you, sure. but uh, um, yeah, it was it, that was awesome. I really enjoyed oh, that good. film. Uh, and, and as you said, uh, Until Dawn, I think uses a lot of that. And and I guess in in a similar kind of way, Life is Strange is pretty much the game version of the book uh, of the film. I, I would kind of. Having seen uh, Butterfly Effect, what I would have liked to have seen maybe from Until Dawn is have a thing where maybe you could have gone back. Uh, I know that they kind of have the view, the viewing thing. Like, I, I want to see like where the timeline could have changed sure, like, if I'd have made yeah, this yeah. decision. Maybe it does. I'm not too sure, but from my belief is that you can go back to a certain point in the story and change it up that mm. way. Um, but then you've got to play through the rest of the game. But I would have liked to have seen, right, if you chose this, yeah, yeah. this is what would have happened. If you chose this, this could have happened. But I suppose with the story that branches out so much, with there being so many characters at play, yeah. um, that that could have been potentially quite difficult. But uh, but yeah, man, man, it was so good. I, I kind of left the end of that film and I'm thinking, I just like sat there and just like, wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> just like wow, that was, yeah, that was that was something. Oh, that's good news. So Terry, hi. The next film, nice and oh, no. no, no, it's actually quite nice and lighthearted. It's um, okay. it's a Clint Eastwood film. Oh wow! Okay. He doesn't have a gun in his hand. What? Now I've been thinking about this film for for a couple of months now, and it just appeared on Amazon Prime this week. So you are oh. going to watch the nineteen seventies film, Any Which Way But Loose. Okay. 
It's something that I watched quite a lot as a youngster. Um, mm. It's something that I used to laugh at. A Clint Eastwood film? Yeah. And and, huh. and there are some, from memory, there are some, there are some strong characters in it. And there's definitely a character that you remember for a long time. And he's referenced quite a lot. Okay. So yeah, your next your next film is Any Which Way But Loose. Okay, cool. Terry. Hi. Let's discuss what we've read. Checkpoint. Um, to be fair, I've I've listened to the first five minutes of the next Bosch book. Oh no. Only five minutes. No, no, no. So the, I I only, I only downloaded it on Friday. Ah, um, okay. I had to go and buy some more credit because I was listening to music and I was like, ah, right, I've just changed projects and I've got a lot of stuff to do where I can use the headphones. So uh, mm. so I'll get the next Bosch book. Now, it's actually changed narrator again, but this narrator sounds amazing. Uh, the first five minutes, I was just like, oh, I've got chills. <laughs> <laughs> so He actually sounds like a good Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's got like a, a, a dirty, gritty voice. Uh, and when I actually spoke like Bosch, I was just like, Oh, hello. <laughs> so I'm kind of hoping that that drugs me back in because the last two books have, uh, I think the narrator's kind of broke it for me. Right, okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. And also Bosch is back um, this month on Amazon Prime. Cannot wait. So much Bosch. Yep. Uh, so yeah, um, have you read anything at all? I haven't, I because I, I powered through Ready Player One hmm. and... and uh, I've got a credit just kind of sat, and I I don't know what to spend it on. I I think I've kind of fallen into a bit of a rut because I've been listening to a lot of music and and kind of catching up on some podcasts, which again I've not been listening to for a while now. Um, I've got like a whole list of like podcasts I need to catch up on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just not listening to. Them. In fact, the the main one I've been listening to is. Um, uh, kind of funny games daily. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a daily news roundup of of everything that's going on, kind of in games and and that sort of stuff. Sure. And okay. That's how I'm kind of getting my gaming like fix and my news and stuff like that. They're only short. I think sometimes they're less than an hour long. Yeah, yeah. But it gives me like that short, punchy kind of. This is what's happening, and we'll kind of discuss it loosely. But uh, that's really kind of all I've been listening to. In fact, I was listening to uh, I, uh, when I was down at yours. Hmm. Sat in your car half naked um, <laughs> while you went into McDonald's. Um, so a, a song popped up on uh, on Radio One uh, by a band called Churches hmm. uh, called Get Out, and I'm like, this this kind of sounds cool. Um, so I, I I put it into my phone. So uh, when I was actually on the train back, hmm. I was listening to it, and that is that is a good band. Okay, um, it's kind of like a, it kind of feels eighties esque. Um, but it it sounds more current, if that makes any sense. Oh, like it's, it's metal. Uh, no, kind of like eighties synthy. It's kind of weird. I think it's branded as like alternative. Okay. Um, like these days, but this it's it's pretty good. I, I downloaded. Uh, they've got a couple of albums. I think the third album's either out or it's coming out soon okay. because the uh, the single "Get Out" is from the new album. But it's just it's just kind of easily listen it was kind of just easy listening stuff okay um uh ready player one soundtrack came out oh official um, soundtrack 
uh, yeah, the the official Alan Silvestri soundtrack came out, oh, cool. and that's just been really cool to listen to. It's got that old school kind of Back to the Future sound. Yeah, yeah. He ca- he uses some of the tropes like he does in Back to the Future. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, very similar to, and it's just like, oh, this is this is just making my bits tingle with joy. Nice. Um, you can't beat like, and it feels very old school. Does the soundtrack, which fits the movie perfectly. Got you. Okay. Um. But yeah, so I've kind of been listening to more music than all else. I've just not been wanting to uh, to listen to it. So if, if you've got any recommendations as far as what I can spend my credit on, hmm. um, yeah, let me know. Cool. It's Terry. Yes. It's time. Let's head to the reading corner. Terry. This, this comic book was so good. So, yes, so I I did the first one. So I I would say that this was a a Judge Dredd comic with Batman in it. Yes. Um, So I I just did the first one, so it was all about... um, So I didn't know who Judge Death was. I was a bit confused with that. And uh, and because the only time I've read the... Uh, I can I can see Trev screaming right now. Sorry, Trev. Um, <laughs> Finally, it's not me. It's Darren. <laughs> but but yeah, the the whole dread world. Um, I I didn't understand. So when she's like, "Oh, well, I'm a telepath," and this, that, and the other, it, it's just like, well, it, if if you read those, then you'd already know all this kind of stuff. And Batman's just sure, this yeah. intruder into their world. Um, but found it quite interesting how how Batman got arrested, and it's just like. Well, you're clearly just a vigilante because these are all the stuff that we've taken off you. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like, and 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 when you think from an outsider point of view, it's just like, well, actually, yeah, he's he's carrying quite a lot of weapons with him. <laughs> Maybe he should be arrested. Tranquilizer darts, fucking stun grenades, and yeah, yeah. But I, and also every single cell looked like a uh, an Iron Maiden cover. The art style of this was was so so good yeah it, it, it was i mean I, I looked and this uh the one that i sorry i forgot the name of it now but it was uh, it's judgment on gotham that's that's the one yeah which to be fair there wasn't a whole lot of gotham in there but it was out in 91 and 91 mm-hmm. i was i was well into my metal then so every, i i kind of wish i'd have, I read this in 91 because i think i, I I'd, I'd have been proper touching my bits over this it feels very grungy, very gothic in, in yeah. its, and I don't mean to sound silly or you know play on words with gothic, but it does feel very gothic, very grungy, very kind of serious art style. Yeah, yeah. Uh, compared to your typical comic books, mm. especially compared to like these days, um, just every kind of cell just kind of speaks its own story and it's so i mean just like you see the batmobile for the first time oh and it's got yeah these big gorgeous. fucking wings sticking out the back of it and it's very stylistic in the way that they've done the art style yeah there. i mean there was even so one section so where you had um again sorry Trev, um you had the the the, the psychic chick on the big bike mm. with the big wheels and then you had batman on the back with his cape all out and it was then there was like a silhouette of it, and they were just like, "Man, that looks amazing." There's some really nice, um, there's some really nice panels on this mm. that is like, I, I I could see that like printed out and put on my wall. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's what I mean. So it, pretty much every cell looked like um, an Iron Maiden album cover. Yeah, 
but yeah, it, it was it was so good. I mean, I'd I'd known about uh, so the the telepath um, Anderson. Yes. Okay. So I remember her from Dread. Okay. Because uh, she was she was in that, but she was starting out as a rookie. Mm. Whereas obviously in this, she's established. Yeah. As far as the Judge Death was concerned, I'd heard about Judge Death, but had not. Obviously, I've, I've, the only time we've read Judge Dread is when we yeah, read yeah, it. That's right. You know, a while ago. So, I'm there will be more Judge Dread in the future because I do kind of want to understand a bit more about the the other judges. Yeah, yeah. Because. Um, I'd read nearly everything in that collection. Yeah. Um, so uh, Judgment on Gotham. Uh, it changes the art style up a bit. Uh, so you had Judgment on Gotham, which was the two or three issue kind of run. Yeah. That we went in. Uh, Vendetta in Gotham kind of went back to just a normal art, like comic book art style, okay. which felt a bit out of left field. Um, the Ultimate Riddle that brings it back to the the same art style as well as um die laughing which is the last story okay so uh, i'm up to die laughing at the moment um it turns out there's actually four judges like so judge death and you know there, there's three others yeah um but it's working with the joker oh, okay and that's just super strange but the art style with the joker fits like spot on mm. it looks really cool but um so like i said we, we will read some more judge dread do to they use maybe the establish it, same mechanic to get between the universes throughout or is there the, different no they use the the same thing okay. but um cleverly in one of the stories it's like you know basically oh i've got to keep you alive because apparently the you know the the telepaths have, or the psychics have basically said you know that we need you and you know at some point then in one of the other stories it's like you know oh you know how the telepath said that you'd need me well this is why and it's just like these comic books are years apart and Mm. you at least brought the kind of continuity back as to so you kind of use this little thing here like judge dread is at one point is helping batman and saving his life right okay uh, for reasons okay and then he's like well why did you save me and he's like because of xyz um, so it was a very clever way of doing that. Yeah, I, it was just really good. I like the interaction between Dread and uh, Batman because I was like unsure because obviously Batman is a vigilante and, and yeah. Judge Dread follows the law to the T yeah, sort of yeah. thing. So I do like the way that they play off of one another. Sure, yeah. Um, it's kind of like a mutual kind of like, yeah, we, we're kind of doing the same things, but you still operate outside the law, which I can't abide by. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I enjoy. I did enjoy. I it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but Darren, mm. for the next one, mm-hmm. we, we'll probably go back to a, a light and fluffier one. Um, so we are going to read a comic book called Marvels. Marvels. It is. It is Marvel Comics. Okay. Um, but it's just called Marvels now. I believe that this touches upon kind of some stories within the Marvel world, but from the perspective of uh like a non superhero. Okay. Kind of like an on like an onlooker seeing all of these events and that happen. So like from the point of a civilian. Okay. Interesting. Um which could be potentially interesting. But I believe that this is a short run series. Okay. Um I think when I looked at the description it said issue zero to four. Okay. So yeah. um so yeah. Um so yeah the the next one we are going to read is Marvels. Cool. That sounds good. And that Terry was the reading corner. Mm-hmm. 
So that's it for this episode. Um, we had an email. We had an email from Colm. We had an email from Colm. Hi, Colm. Hi, Colm. So I'll just paraphrase. He said something on the lines of, uh, Terry's a whiny millennial. He um, can't take <laughs> criticism. Leave him alone. Um, so, yeah. Did he actually say that? That's, uh, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, and then he had the cheek to ask me to go and do his kitchen for him. I mean, you've got all the tools. You've got the know-how and the skills. So. To be fair, yeah. I, well, You would do. If, if you could do, you would. Well, to be fair, I mean, he's only Dublin. I'm, I'm, I'm right next you. to East Midlands Airport. I mean, call me, yeah, I'll, I'll come across. I'll give you a hand. That look, would look a bit weird, though, you rocking up with your like, tools. <laughs> Have you got anything to check in? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> check out that mansaw. <laughs> Drill in the overhead compartment so you can't bring that on. That's a weapon. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, a lot of them will be. Cla- well, anything's classed as a bloody weapon now, isn't it? Yeah. So business of pleasure. Oh, so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me show you this saw blade. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thanks, Colin. Um, yeah, thank you for reminding me. By the way, that I needed to post about the podcast last last time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so that's it for this episode. If you want to drop us an email, as Colm did, uh, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. Facebook, uh, we're still around there somewhere. Uh, have a look for Checkpoint Done. Uh, website, checkpointdone.com. Um, uh, apart from the episodes going up, there's not a whole lot of content. Uh, Far Cry's going up. Um, I've got a couple of others. I think I've got a, a Fortnite one going up as well. Okay, I, I, I look forward to the spam of emails saying, oh, you can't put this because there's licensing in there. Oh, God. Well, they do play Amazing Grace in oh, Far Cry. Oh, forget it. Um, yeah. So it's like, oh, we're done. Yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, you'll be banned. Shit. Yeah, pretty much. God, so YouTube, if we actually have any videos left, if they haven't all been taken down, <laughs> um, have a look on there. You can find the link on the website. Personal Twitters, I'm at D5120 and Terry's at Foxhounder01. Yes, hi. So until next week, on the next episode, should I say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>